How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process while still having a social life. In this episode, I wanted to talk more about tightening up your fasting program. If a lot of you are new to the show, please check out some of my previous episodes, the latest being episode 272, where I go into detail of my supercharged 48-hour fast. But in this episode, I go in some of the things that I have been doing wrong that have been spiking my insulin and was mentioned by a fellow podcaster colleague who specializes in intermittent fasting and more specifically found holes in my morning detox formula. So if you're interested in fasting and you want to get the most out of it, check out those previous episodes, check out this episode and stay tuned. So hopefully if you've been with me on my podcast journey for the benefits of fasting, you've been trying to do it slowly. And that is starting with intermittent fasting where you're shortening your time window of eating, hopefully into a 10-hour window to an 8-hour window. If it's okay with your medical professional, especially with females, be careful. But crunching it down to a 6, a 5, some people even do a 4-hour time eating window. And maybe not every day, but it's whatever feels good to you. So do it slowly and journal everything you're doing. And then once you've uh, graduated from intermittent fasting, you want to try out the longer fasting, you know, check out those episodes I mentioned at the beginning of this. I worked my way up from a 12-hour longer fast to a 24 to a 36 and to a 48. I've done a 48-hour fast about three times, and I'm just really trying to supercharge my fasting program with either supplements or things I'm doing to work out. And obviously, you don't want to go do crazy amount of weight training or HIIT training while you're in this deep fasted state, you know, for for longer and longer periods. But as you get more comfortable, something so simple as body weight push-ups or pull-ups or walking, then you start doing more and walking longer. And I started adding in my weight vest. Um, but what was really interesting was a fellow podcaster came on my show. She's going to probably be have her episode published in about five weeks or so. And she really knows her intermittent fasting game. She doesn't even do the long fasting. She doesn't need to. And I kind of told her on, I was on her show. We were going through some of the stuff I was doing and she was fascinated with my kind of supercharged plan. But she wanted to know like what I do for the morning routine once I wake up. And I told her I do the detox formula to help. I learned that from another health and wellness professional about helping your liver. So you know, using like black pepper, turmeric, cayenne, apple cider vinegar, and boom, she stopped me there. And uh, said apple cider vinegar has been known to uh, spike your insulin a little bit and uh, breaks your fast. Not horrible, but, you know, if, if you can hold off on doing basically anything that even remotely spikes your insulin, you'll get so much better bang for your buck when you do these fasts. And that's just for intermittent fasting, not even the long fasting. So apple cider vinegar... From my formula was, you know, a big no-no, I guess. Uh, black pepper didn't seem to be a big deal. Sea salt didn't seem to be a big deal. Cinnamon was number one. And I even Googled it later and I'm like, oh, God, no, there's studies showing that it does spike. There's no calories to cinnamon, but your body has a response to it because it's mostly in like sweet treats and you, you consider it food when you taste it. You remember stuff, thus creating your own insulin spike out of nothing. So now this is a game changer, you know, because now I'm going through all my stuff and be like, okay, if cinnamon does that, 
you know, what about stevia? And she said, stevia has been known to do that. It's still got that sweet taste. It still tricks your body. It's not a huge insulin spike, but it is an insulin spike. And I'll, I'm drinking stevia water kind of throughout the day. So I'm breaking my fast, you know, multiple, multiple times here. And uh, one of the other ones is I thought, okay, well, sometimes I chew gum. It has like five calories or less and probably has some kind of sucralose. It's not probably the best sugar, but it's next to nothing calories. And she said, same thing. It's got that sweet taste. It's spiking your insulin. I guess there's like glucose meters or glucose tests you can do. It's kind of hard to get a hold of. It's not like get, getting your uh, ketones done with the keto mojo. You know, you have to get a special order glucose monitoring kit to even do this, but I'm just kind of taking her word for it. And so for the last uh, two days, I just started tightening up my program. No more detox drink. She said it'd be better to take that prior to meals, which I haven't done yet. <laughs> and I, I have her take an apple cider vinegar before meals helps you kind of curb your appetite, helps break down some of the enzymes of the protein and some good benefits from it. And then also she mentioned taking pretty much all your supplements, all the pills. And there's another one, vitamin C. I take vitamin C chewables from Costco. Those have a sweet taste from the, the, the vitamin C and the flavoring they put in there. No calories, doesn't matter, still spikes your insulin, according, according to her. And uh, also Googling it and doing my own research. And so without getting one of these glucose testing kits, you know, I'm not going to do that, obviously. But I tried it for two days and, oh my God, I'm... <laughs> I'm down more than I am usual on a Wednesday because, you know, normally party on the weekends, start clean on Monday. I get to my best on Friday before I ruin it all again with the weekend cycle. And already on a Wednesday, I'm like beating my results from like the past three, four months. And uh, I can't even imagine what a, a long fast will do for doing this program. So I did mention her doing the longer fast. I have to have electrolytes. You know, not so much potassium, but more of the calcium, calcium, magnesium, and, and sodium, salt. So I'm worried about salt. Does salt give you that f savory taste feeling that you think you're eating food? And does that spike your insulin? She says uh, all the research she's shown has not really sh shown any, any spike to that. It seems to be just the sweet things. And, you know, when, when she was wearing these glucose monitoring systems, she did not notice anything from, from salt. So basically my routine now is the detox formula is gone. Black coffee, I've always been doing that, and uh, no more stevia. So basically just black coffee and regular water. And uh, this is day two, so I'll be doing this. I'll be doing another 48-hour supercharged fast um, either next Monday or the Monday after that, and I'm going to implement this system to see if I can't break 205, which has been my goal. If I can break 205 and get down to 200 and float back up to 205 by Friday and just keep that cycle going, Man, I'll just be rocking single-digit body fat week after week. So I thought I'd just uh, throw this episode out there. If any of you are just in, interested in fasting, and the title of this is Tightening Up Your Fasting Program. So I assume if you click on this, you are interested in this. So in five weeks, uh, check out my episode where I bring this fellow podcaster on, and we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would be go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. 
Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.